Hello and welcome to another edition of our free memorable games where we get a player on who's played for the club and he's going to talk through three of the games that he most remembers from his time at the club. And today we have Dale Hackney. Dale, welcome. Morning, Scotty. Or your oh, evening. More at my evening, yeah. How's things? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, not bad at all, thank you. Good, good. So a little bit about you, Dale. You joined the club in 2010. Uh, where were you? Where were you playing before then? Yeah, I did. I um, yeah, I played all of my childhood cricket and my early cricket in Lordswood, uh, in Kent, which is where I grew up. Um, and I moved to the area. I think in about two thousand and five, two thousand and six. Um, I yeah, I bought a property actually. I bought a place in Northumberland Crescent in two thousand and eight. Um, so I saw the boys out there playing on a Saturday, but it was um. It was Jamie Lewis, actually. Jamie Lewis, who's a good mate of Spearsy. Yeah. I think he's been a good, good sponsor to the club, actually, Jamie, quite a bit yeah, over the years. Um, but I, yeah, I, well, I worked with Jamie, and Jamie introduced me to Spearsy. Ah. Um, and I think one conversation in the early hours of Baker's Bar on a Saturday, Sunday, Saturday night, Sunday morning, I think, was when the contract was signed and uh, my, my, my South End career began. Ah, good stuff. I can't even realise that's how it was. I knew there was a connection with Spearsy, but that was it. Great stuff. So, coming on to your games, you're all three are from 2013, the year you were captain. Um, you were yeah, and that, was, that wasn't done on purpose. That, listen, no, that fair. wasn't done on purpose either. To try and pick three games was a tough, tough ask. No. And then, um, yeah, to realise they was all in my year, maybe try and look like I was important and I was controlling things. Um, you... But a reluctant captain... No, I was okay with it. I quite look forward to it. I probably didn't realise how much work there was involved with it. Yeah. Spearsy done it for, for a good few years and then Danesy took it for a season, I think, before I yeah. did. But um, no, not reluctant. I enjoyed it. It was good. Good. Okay, so we'll come on to your first game now, which is it's a non-competitive game, really, but also a very big game for the club. In It was the Essex game, organised by the then chairman, Stuart Leslie, which... Big game for the club because big crowd and, as I say, against Essex, also against uh, it's the David Masters testimonial. Someone you're familiar with, David? Yeah, so I played with Hoddy. Um, so he was my first ever captain. So Dave was from Kent and he played all most of his early career at Lordswood. So, yeah, so Dave's probably maybe five, six years older than me. Um, so in, in kind of the under-17s under comp. Yeah, when I got my first gig at kind of 11, 12-year-old, he was my skipper. Um, and yeah, yeah, great guy, really, really good guy, um, and done so much with his cricketing ability. He probably wasn't uh, the most gifted cricketer, sort of in that setup that we had at Lordswood at the time, but definitely was, the, you know, wanted it the most. Um, but yeah, go back a long way with Dave. Yeah, yeah, really good guy. So, did you captain against Essex that day? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so he skippered um, and I skippered, and, and like you said, it was just a. It was just a really good day. I think, yeah. I don't know how many people were there. Maybe 500 or so people there. Yeah, there was a big marquee. Uh, 100 for lunch, I believe. Something like that. So Yeah. 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 And I think from, from memory, I think Essex, I think they just qualified for the, for the. I think they had this uh, finals weekend of the Big Bash that way. Uh, big Bash, sorry, of the T20 that weekend. Yeah, that sounds um, and I think there was talks. I think they'd only just won their quarterfinals. They thought, were they going to bring a side down? Can they put players out? Because they didn't want anyone sort of turning an ankle or anything like that. But in the end, I think they put pretty much the full side out. I think pretty much yeah, everybody was here. I've seen the photos at the club and, as you say, it looks a strong side. Mickleborough, Dave Masters, Matini played. 
Foster, I believe. I think Napier. Yeah. Weren't Sean Tate floating around as well? I think he, he was, was yeah. at the time. Yeah, he was. So a, a good strong side. So what were your memories of the actual game? Has it drifted by you a so, little bit? <laughs> yeah, do you know what? The game itself. Yeah, the game itself, I don't remember loads. I remember they had a bat first. Um and got as many as they decided they wanted to get. Um, I can't, no idea. Mate, 160, 170 odd. Um, I do remember Joe Sibbons taking an absolute blinding catch um, at the long on boundary. I remember that pretty vividly. Um, yeah, I remember Mickelberg smashing a few. But yeah, the actual game itself, I don't think we got anywhere near in the chase. But um, but yeah, just the game itself was just a great day. The, you know, the weather was there. Shoe Leslie, like you said, the then chairman, done an unbelievable job um, putting everything together behind the scenes. And Danny Saggers as well. Um, Pat Kearney ran the bar. There was lots, lots, lots and lots and lots of different people that made it all happen. But I think it was nice just to, it almost felt like we sort of put the club back on the map a little bit. I think when I joined in in 2010, I think we'd been rock bottom of Division 3 for a couple of years before that. Yeah. You know, the clubhouse was just being referred. We was changing in, you know, porter cabins. And I think in that 2010 season, I think we lost seven of our first nine games. But then to think sort of three, four years later, we'd been promoted a couple of times or we'd certainly been promoted once. I think we was on the cusp of being promoted again, yeah. playing those types of games, you know, in front of those types of crowds. It was good. Yeah, it felt like a real, not quite the glory days brought back, but obviously South Church Park had some pretty fantastic cricket yeah. being played on that over the years. And it, yeah, it was nice to bring that type of game back there. As you say, it's just a, it was a sign that the club was back on the up. Joe had signed by and Joe Robbins, he'd have played that day. And this, that was a sort of stepping stone that we were getting games like that, getting players like Joe, and things things were very much on the up. Yeah, it was a good, it was a, it was a, it was a cracking period of time because I think a lot of the, I think a lot of the boys, I don't know, Tate Newman and Woff, I don't know who played that day a lot, but I think a lot of those boys had gone away and played cricket elsewhere and they'd all kind of come back at similar time. Mm. You know, poor old Spears, who, who sat here like the glue, trying to keep it all together when everybody else had, uh, had set sail. But yeah, it was. It was like the club was back on the map. Um, and it was a good day. It was, And to be fair, Dave still speaks about that day um, whenever I speak to him and whenever I catch up with him. Because um, he'd always done well at Southend, didn't he? I mean, more typically Garen's when yeah. they moved the festival at Garen's as, as opposed to South Church Park. Um but yeah, he always talks about it. He says it's a great day, you know, good people. And yeah, so I know he was pretty fond of it. But it was just one of those days you sort of felt like, yeah, it was good. You felt like a bit of a mini mini superstar in, in, in South in cricketing circles for, for 24 hours, which was nice. Do you remember your bat that day? Did you bat against Dave? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have been very good if I did bat. Um, I think I bat, I don't know, nine or ten. I don't even know if I got out there. I think I might have got out there for a ball at the end, at the non-striker's end. Um, but you didn't get out to him. Yeah, w- no, no, I didn't get out of him. No, a few times as a kid, I would have done, but no, thankfully, I don't think he. Um, I don't think he bowled at me because it wouldn't take me much to get me out. I'm sure. Well, as you say, it's it, that's that is more about the day and the club than the actual the actual game itself. So we'll come on to your yeah. first game of the three now, which is competitive game, and this was five from the end of the season away at Billericay. And it's the last of the time games before you went into the 50 overs. Yeah. So. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, I remember it well. And I remember, funnily enough, Billericay was my first, um, I played my first game for the club at Billericay, which was obviously the, 
first league game in 2010 and it and it pissed out that they got rained off. But I remember when we played there thinking, oh, this is this is a nice place to play cricket. Um, yeah, lovely, 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 lovely facilities. But yeah, I remember this day, it was in August. We went up there, um, lost a toss and they put us in. Um, right. And typically, typically, Bill Ricky, you think good depth and a good hard wicket, yeah. valley for rounds, quick outfield. Um, and we, yeah, we, we, we got off to a terrible start. We lost Joe early, um, which mentally for us shot us all, because Joe was our hero, Joe was our superstar. But we lost Joe early. Hassey, I don't know if anybody remembers yeah, Hassey. Remember. Yeah, um, yeah the, the little offie in the back. So he batted three, so we lost Joe early, we lost Hassey early. Nui, we lost early, so we were 20-odd for three. That become 40-odd for four. Joe Sibbins come and went pretty quick. Um, and then it was um, it was Spearsy. It was Spearsy and Homer. So I think Spearsy batted five, Homer mm. six. Them two stuck on 40-odd, which I appreciate doesn't sound like a huge partnership. Um, but in the context of this game, it was a lot. Them two stuck on 40-odd. To be fair as well, Bill Ricky had a side. Bill Ricky had yeah. Paul Walter open the bowling. Um, Greg Hammond, who was a good club cricketer. No, cricket. um, no. Yeah, them two open the bowling. So we fought the odd for four. Spearsy and Homer dug in um, and got us to 80-odd. I think Homer then got out. Um, Chrissy Mayer come in. Um, yeah. Chrissy Mayer and Spearsy then stuck on a few. Probably another 40-odd. Got us yeah. up to about 120-ish, something yeah, one, like that. 118 um, for six when Spearsy was out. 118 for six. And yeah. Spearsy, I tell you what, Spearsy got 50 that day. A good 50 as well. A few, I remember he set one big bomb over the ropes and a few fours. Um, and, and I think it was Jonas the other week on his catch up with you guys. Gives Spearsy a bit of grief about batting at square leg. Um, to be to be fair, that, that was a good attack and he, he batted really well for us that day. But he got out. Um, so yeah, Chrissy May got 20 odd not out. I think Butch batted with him for a little while. Yeah. Um, just, just gonna say got about Spearsy's. Spearsy got 52 off 64. And when you've only got oh, well. 150, 154 in 52 overs, that's a very decent counterpunch. And it's probably what you needed at the time because quite a lot of your batsmen would be quite technical, quite well technical players. But Spearsy changed the game a little bit. It's not back in your favour, but what you'd need. Yeah, give us it. It's funny. Spearsy, Homer, and, and Chrissy Matter, if you were to look at that side and say, pick your three batsmen that are going to get you something to hopefully defendable on the board. You probably, no disrespect to those boys, but you probably wouldn't have picked the three of them. No. Um, was, so, yeah. I was, I was looking at your lineup, and with no Ben Woffen, no Ross Danes, it's yeah. probably a battle too light. As you say, no disrespect yeah. to the and guys then, who came in. But... Yeah. And then I, I appreciate Bells is a bowler, but you had no Bells either. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. We, we lost someone late because Petri, I remember... Um, I don't know if you remember John Petch yeah, come and play for us yeah good um, yeah so he came in to play for us so anyway we yeah we just about scraped 150 odd together um, but one of my biggest memories of this day is that so Bill Ricky they must have had some sort of do going on I don't know if it was a wedding or just whether it was a just a drink up of some description. But if you remember Billericke, you've got the balcony that, that overlooks yeah. that overlooks the ground. And there's a massive group of fellas just on the aisle all day. And every wicket that we're losing, you're getting this great big cheer from them. And it kind of really hurt because you think, oh, come on, lads. It's hard enough, you know, it's hard enough as it is, let alone getting a real, yeah, getting a send-off every time. So I just remember these boys just gradually got louder and louder throughout the day went on. Um, 
I don't know what I bet nine or ten something like that, and I remember getting out and getting all sorts of cheers. Um, but I remember that vividly. So, so, so we posted one fifty odd. Um, yeah, you got so you yeah. so you got one five four. You scored one fifty four. So at half time, having tea. What what are your thoughts? Are you yeah. are you confident, or are you are you thinking this is gone? I was, I was, uh, you did, I was quite an angry captain at tea. Um, especially if we hadn't done as well as I hoped that we would have done. So I probably wasn't great at tea, if I'm honest. Might sat on my own, away from everybody else. Um, but I guess I guess with that score on the board, I guess you, you hope you've got a chance, but you, you think early wickets, you need early wickets. Yeah. Um, and we went out and we didn't get early wickets. Uh, no. Joe and Joe, I think, yeah, Joe and Aaron Joe Butcher Bush. opened the... Um, that's right, Joe and Butcher opened the bowling. And... Yeah, I'm sure their first, I'm sure their opening partnership got off to a decent start. I think it was 30, 30 odd, whatever it was. And it was actually um, AB that got the first wicket. Was, yeah, I remember AB got their first guy, 34. So we had them, yes, yeah, so we got them to 30, 34. Number three coming. Joe's picked up their number three fairly quickly. Um, so they were, yeah, they were 40 odd for two. Um, and then, yeah, Joe picked up the second, Joe's picked up the third. I think Stevie Hunt's come into the attack. So we had him, I think we had him, I think we got him to 55, 57 or something like that for two. But then we went bang, 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 bang. Joe picked up a couple, Hunt, he picked up a couple. And then 60 odd for six or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I was just looking. So yeah, as you say, you went from 50, 57 for two, I believe, to 58 for five. Both Joe and Steve Hunt picked up two. Just, yeah. Just on the, just getting away from Joe for a second. Uh, both Aaron Butcher and Steve Hunt have done you a real good job in that game because if they if they get hit around the park, that's the game gone. You haven't got many runs to play with. And as as well as Joe did, I think people might overlook just how well Aaron and Steve did at the other end, just keeping it tight. And that's yeah, what, I guess, what I, you um, wanted from them. Yeah, I read both of them. I reckon Stevie Hunt over the ten or so years that I played at the club. He was a massive untung hero with the ball, honey. He would um he would do a little bit with it. You typically I typically stand up to him behind the stumps and it and it and it just worked. But he was definitely, yeah, he was definitely a bit of an untung hero. Um, I mean, yeah, that day certainly, but I, I think in all the time that he was at the club, and I think A B as well. A Butch must have only been young then. I don't even know how old Butch is now, but Butch, Butch now he was, I believe was his, his... Butch would have been about eighteen, probably eighteen, nineteen then. Yeah, I reckon he might have even been a smidge younger. He might have been 18, 19, but he was pretty young. Um, and yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Big contribution as well. And like you said, if you've only got 150 on the board and you've got the boys at the other end of going at four, five, six and over, there's no real pressure um, coming from Joe's end either. No. Um, but I remember but Joe bowled, um, he bowled quick that day on, on that real hard wicket. He bowled quick. But I remember going from, like you said, 50 odd to two to whatever it was for five. Every wicket we started celebrating, we started celebrating a bit louder and we were trying to make sure that the boys on the balcony who'd been on the drink all day that were giving us some earlier could hear it back. And for every wicket that started to fall, the quieter um, the quieter they become. And then I'm sure we picked up a sixth wicket pretty quickly as well. Um, yeah. And then and then Paul Water came out to the crease and he, was, he must have only been young as well then. But I, was, he, I was thinking I remember that. He, he batted, I think he batted seven or eight, which you would yeah. suggest he was... A youngster then, 18, 19, because now he would back top order without any shadow of a doubt. 
Yeah, I think he was more, wasn't he? I think he was more of a, a, a bowler that whacked a few then. Yeah. As opposed to now, I think he's more of a, he's probably more of a batsman, isn't he? That, 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 that bowls a little bit. I guess it depends on what format. But um, but yeah, he came out. And I remember whenever he came out, we used to um, we used to all hum the, uh, the Adams Family music because he was like <laughs> lurch, wasn't he? He was about six foot seven, the fella. Um, so we used to hum that music. But he, yeah, he hit a couple. Um, but then the game finished in, 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 in some style. We had, Joe had, Walter Schnicktop called behind and then went through 10, went through 11. So Joe bowled a hat-trick to win the game. I think, what did we bowl him out for in the end? 70-odd? 74, um, 75, something like that. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't close. Yeah, se- no, nah, 74, 75. I think to win a game by 80-odd runs um, when you've only posted 154. But Joe that day, yeah, what was his? I think 7 for... 28. 20-odd, wasn't he? Yeah. 7 for 28. And we just, I mean, that year, Christ, he bowled some overs that year. I just... Poor boy, just bowled and bowled and bowled and bowled. But he bowled non. He, yeah, he, bowled, he didn't change. Did he bowl fourteen overs straight? I yeah, think. he bowled straight because obviously that day you're talking about people you're missing. You had no Ben and no John Horn, who had been no. key bowlers for you that year. So yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, and like you said, no bells as well. Um, so you've almost got three people there. I mean, Chrissy May didn't get a go with the ball because no. they no bowled so well from the other end. Um, Petchy didn't, yeah. I remember Petchy that day though. Petchy was brilliant because I think he was quite, from memory, he was quite a good hockey player. Um, was, yeah. And, and, I th- and I think he played a good standard, but he was just good on the field. He was just super competitive. Um, so he was great to have around. Homer that day took a couple of catches. There was one, I think, I think it was the first one in the gully. It was a really, really good catch. But it was just, um, yeah, it was just, it was just a really, really, really good day. And we were getting to the business end of that season as well. Um, and that year, I'm sure we went up from Div 2 to Div 1 that yeah. year. Um, but that was a big win. And also, you look at that Billericay side. There's still a few of those boys playing for Billericay now, up in the yeah. Prem. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was, um, yeah, that was a decent side. So that was a, yeah, that, that, was, that, was, a, that was a big win. And, and definitely a game that's, yeah, that sticks in the memory. So did you have the best seat in the house watching Joe Bowl that day? Yeah. Did you just think yeah, every yeah, ball yeah. was coming to me? Do you know what? I don't... I, th- yeah, I mean, he bowled well all year. He bowled well that year. He, he bowled really well and he bowled quick. Um, and it was funny because, you know, he just came over from Hadley and they didn't really use him much as a bowler. I think one of the only times he bowled for Hadley was against us and he went through us. He got a fifer um, at South Church Park. Um, but he was, um, yeah, he, he was brilliant for us. And I think he just, he was something for us to have, especially at the end to kind of wrap up the innings in the tower because he was he was quite quick and he was he was definitely oh. for that level and that standard he, he, he was definitely very quick and I think when he took that hat trick to win it I'm sure the last two were were LBWs um so yeah you know fall straight to the new batsman um but yeah he did bowl well that day and I think as well he he missed out with a bat didn't he I think he got a duck I think he got three yes, or a four ball duck four, or something like that yeah. Full, full, full ducks. It wasn't that he listened, he didn't know us anything, but um, but yeah, he certainly took responsibility and um, yeah, yeah, he, he bowled very well. I can't imagine that their lower to lower order tail were particularly keen to, if you're on the sideline and you see Joe running on that pitch, bumping quick, you're hoping yeah. your top order do it because you, you know, that's 70 for eight or whatever it is, it's just the no, end, it's no way, isn't it? it. No, no you you're not going to fancy it too much. No, no. like you said, especially on that deck. Yeah, that was a good, good, good hard wicket. It was a good cricket wicket, but yeah, no, you wouldn't fancy facing him on that. No, that's good. So that season, Joe, just gave you something different from the other seasons, would you say? 
Yeah, I don't know. I've got, I've got no idea what his what his stats were, but no, I reckon I he must have scored eight hundred odd runs. I reckon he must have got 35, 40 wickets. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. And and again, to be fair to him, he kind of he was at the start of that almost that revolution, really. I know, I know yeah. there's been a few years that have gone before that, but um, he came across. He skipped his second year. Brought a few of the boys across, the Wagstaff, Sammy Rowe, um, Drewsy, you know, those types of boys. And to be fair, without as much as I appreciate those boys aren't there now and have moved on to pastures new, um, we needed those injections of those crickets to, yeah. to get up to the next level. Um, so, yeah, yeah, so Joe, yeah, Joe, Joe was good that year. Yeah, and he was quite humble that year as well. No, I'm only joking. He's always a humble <laughs> boy. But he was, um, but yeah, no, he was, he was good. He was good to have around. Great stuff. Okay. So we'll come back. For the next game you've chosen, ironically, is the next game of the season, which is home to Bellas, 50 overs, straight win loss, no draw. Yeah, and this was bonkers, wasn't it? So, so when you and I were talking about this and trying to get a couple of games together, there was loads of games. I remember Max McNamara taking sick far and going through Harlow. I think the week after, I remember Max bowling out. Lee as well. There was there was so many different games to think about, but for for some reason the, the Billericay game really stood out, and then this game, which was which was Bellas, and then when we worked out that they were the week after each other, um, that shocked me. That I, I remember more about this Bellas game than Billericay. The Billericay game, I didn't even realise that I skipped it, but this Bellas game I do because we'd we'd already played them. Um, obviously, towards the end of the season, so we played them up at their place earlier on in the season. And I can't remember which one of the Joyce brothers scored 100. They got, I think they got up at their place. I think they got 250, 280 early on in the season. I think Joe got 100. I think Dainty got runs up there or knew he might have got some runs up there. But I remember they posted a big score and we chased it easy. So then we was down at our place. It was, it was a warm day. We won the toss and stuck them in. Um, yeah. And then we got absolutely put around the park. They was, got... Was that again, your trade? Was that your... Was that your way to field in 50 overs? You'd just prefer chase or was it just a, a gut feel on the day? It would typically depend how many beers I'd had on Friday. If I'd had a big <laughs> Friday night, I'd say let's bat first. Let's bat and get two, extra two and a half hours to get my head right. Also, a lot depended on the, um, on the tea because I, I was partial to whether it was a Mrs. Spears tea or a Mrs. Robbins tea. And sometimes I'd want to field first so then I could take full advantage and eat as much as I could. Like Hornchurch away, for example, would always be a field first, wouldn't it? So you could take advantage of the tea. Um, so I don't think there was ever a great amount of um, cricketing reasons behind whether we would bat or bowl first. Um, typically to do with my stomach, um, sort of the state my head was in. Um, and yeah, and pretty much whether or not myself and Spearsy wanted to get a suntan. Um, so yeah, so there's no real cricketing reasons behind it. But we put them in that day and they smashed us around the park. Yeah, 340-odd they got, Scott. What did they yeah, end up with? Yeah, 341 for five. I'm just looking, and they were at none for 180 at one point. Um, yeah, this is it. Yeah, so the only Joyce got... Yeah, one of the Joyce's got 154, and then his brother came in and got 80 yeah. at the end. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, so Joyce opened, and the other opener got 70-odd or eight. Martin also, Gilbert, so yeah. The other opener got... That's right. So yeah. we were... Yeah, so that's right. So we won the toss and stuck him in. Cracking bit of captaincy from from me there, yeah. One eighty odd for naught, and I'm I'm losing the plot. Um, and I'm sure I don't think we've got the breakdown, but the last ten overs they literally smashed us. And I think Joe went for eighty odd. 
You did, yes. Steve Hunt went round the park. Christian Mayer went round the park. I remember the only ones who bowled all right. Woff bowled all right. And Hassey bowled all right. Yeah, they both went um, about fives Butcher, and sixes. Yeah, Butcher went round the park. Everyone else went round the park. So I remember coming off, uh, yeah, coming off but yeah, between the innings and just losing the plot and just, and oh yeah, I was quite emotional as a skipper, which is probably not the best thing to do. And um, I remember giving the boys the batting order and I went home. I, as I said, I had a flat just over the road and I went home. I didn't have any tea for me not to eat tea as well, was saying something, but I just went home, had enough, blew up. Um, and then I came back just as we were going out to bat. Um, and it was Newey and, yeah, Newman and Joe opened the batting. Yeah. Got us off to an all right start. I think maybe 50, 60 off a none. Joe got most of them. Um, Hassey would have batted three. Would have, I think he came and went pretty got cheaply. Got 12. And, yeah. then, and then this was a big partnership. And then Dainsey. Um, and do you know what? Dainsey was someone that I, I rate Dainsey as a cricket. He was someone who probably didn't do as well as he should have done for us. He did some... He, he, Played a good standard of cricket in the fire brigade. Uh, I think he played for the National Fire Brigade Service. And they would play against the army, the police, and, you know, all of those other types of teams. Um, and he was, a, he was a serious cricket at Dainsey, but he just didn't, I don't know, he, he just didn't, there was, he probably wasn't as consistent for us as he, as he should have been. But, um, but that day, him and, him and Newman batting unbelievable. And so they stuck about, on a you massive... Say about, you say about Ross Danes, if I was comparing him to a sort of a current player, the person I'd most put him to is... For someone like James Vince, looks a million dollars, both on and off the pitch, gets lovely 30s, and you think, this guy's got it all, and then just finds a way to get out. Yeah, do you know what with Danesy? I always think, this is maybe a bit of a cop-out, but I think sometimes, I think that type of cricket, the better standard of cricket he plays, the better a cricketer he'll be. Yeah. If he was to go and play, I don't know, some second 11, some minor counties, some of that fire brigade yeah. stuff, with those bowlers bowling that, consistent line of land for playing on good decks. I think he would be, and this was, I mean, this was Div 2, wasn't it? This, this yeah. was not, you know, a great, it was an all right standard of cricket, but it wasn't a, it was a nice, you know, a fantastic great. standard of cricket. Um, but he, yeah, and I just think that with Dainsey, he, yeah, like you said, he would he would look really pretty, wouldn't he? So, you know, some of those drives through the covers and kind of through point and a backward point. Yeah, he looked a million, million dollars. But, but this day, he was, yeah. What did he get this day? 80 odd? 81. So he got 81. And then, obviously, we've not touched on Newman. And, um, yeah, Newman was a funny one because there was a few times over that probably 20, uh, yeah, 2012 to probably 2014-15 where he went big a couple of times. And he, Newman would often be not scratchy for his first 50, but he would play a miss and he would just kind of grind it out. And I can't remember the breakdown this day, but I would expect it. It was probably a fairly slow first 50. Um and then he just went bonkers. And what did he get? One forty odd. One four. Then he ended four, up with I think, yeah, one four. four. One four four. Yeah, I mean that day he was fair. But this was also, I think, I'm pretty sure because we lost a lot of wickets. So because we was in, we, I mean, obviously chasing three forty and fifty overs, you've got to go almost seven and over from from the start. And I yeah. think that, yeah, and I think that we probably was at, at like five sixes and over, probably for the first 20, 25, 30 overs. Um, he went pretty big, but obviously but we lost a few wickets. Someone else got a decent 20-odd or 15-odd. Spearsy again. Spearsy got 20 where you had, I think Steve Hunt got eight or nine. Chris Mayer might have got eight or nine. There was lots Woff of eight and nine. Went, I think. Pardon? Woff came and, came and yeah, went Woff as well. Yeah, Woff came think, and went. 
But yes, that's, that 20 from Spears, he looked really crucial. Just someone must have been quick. It just seems yeah, to make all the yeah. difference. Yeah, I mean, to be fair to him, I mean, that's two, two decent knocks in two weeks for us. But yeah, yeah. he went in and got a few. Um, who were Joe Sibbons? Did Joe Sibbs hit the winning runs? Well, it was there. The final, sh- final pair was you and Sibbo in the last over. I didn't know if it was you who hit the was winning runs or Sibbo. No, so, no, it would have been Sibbo. It wouldn't have been me. Um, yeah, so that was just... But I just remember that whole game to chase... Um, I mean, to chase 342 in, yeah. in, in a 50 over game is some chase. And I think, um, and also sometimes, sometimes we'd get a bit of stick about South Church Park, about the wicket. Obviously, as a, as a place to play, it was great and the clubhouse was great. But sometimes you used to get a bit of grief. It's low and it's a slow wicket, um, especially from the likes of Bellas, where it's quite a good, true wicket. And it's yeah. predominantly, I guess, I don't think it's private, is it? But I would have thought they've got their own groundsman on it yeah. who spent some time on it. But those types of clubs, or even like the Billerickies of this world, you know, they would not get into your about your wicket. But I think that day for seven, the best part of 700 runs to be scored, um, you know, and 100 overs of cricket, just went to show what good what good wicket it was and what value for the runs you could get if, 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 if you did that well. That's the thing, I was just going to say, chasing 340 at the club, it's not easy, seven and over, but it's, it's doable with... With a decent batting lineup, but you do need someone to go big, as Newman did that day. Yeah, he did. And do you know what? And he was um, he was brilliant, though, wasn't he? Because he was such a quiet, such an unassuming. We'd all, yeah. you know, he'd turn up in his whites, wouldn't he? He'd be doing his warm up in his whites, and we'd all be shaking our everything. What are you doing? Um, but then, yeah. But when you stick the bat in his hand, he was um. Someone mentioned it in one of the other chats. I don't know. It might have been. I don't know who it was, but. I remember he hit this six one day up at Colchester and it was one of the biggest sixes I've ever seen. It was in a cup game on a Sunday movement. Um, and he just had that ability, didn't he? He could just he was pretty slow and grind out. But when he when he flicked the switch, um, yeah. he could go. Yeah, I think that was Tommy Kenton was saying that, that his, his, first it, 50, his first 50 could take 30 overs and then his next 100 could take 30 balls. And he, he'd say, just yeah. like that, the, flip, the switch could be flicked and it's just a different gear. And he'd take good yeah, ball. Yeah, and just on that, you just mentioned Tommy Kent and someone else that I had to mention and get into this podcast today because he was a crucial part of our team was Tommy's dad, Pete. So Pete yeah. came and, and, and scored for us. Um, and he was brilliant, Pete. He was literally like, not like our 12th man, but he was a big, big, big part of it. Um, and um, yeah, Pete was brilliant to have around. And we touched on the... On, on, the tease earlier as well, Spears' mum and then Joe Rob's mum when she took over. Um, they're the things that make a cricket club. You know, if you yeah. look at that cricket club at the time, you know, what Stu Leslie did and Danny Saggers and, you know, Chris Young, people like yourself, be a Pat Kearney, you, can, you think of people like Kev Saul, you think Craig Carter, all of those types of people, the tea ladies, the scorers, you know, if you haven't got that, um, no. you don't have a cricket club. Um, so all of those people that, you know, um, who was the um, Andy Wallace, you know, Jeff, you know, all of those people in the accounts and the finance that and, you know, doing all of those emails behind the scenes. It's those people that run a cricket club. Um, so as much as on the field, we had some good success that year um, and we had a great time. Um, John has touched on it. We used to have Spearsy tours. So the games would finish and we'd have a night out, then a club and then we'd go into town and no one paid for a drink. No one paid to get in any clubs. It was, it was loads of fun. And also the Pakistan shirt that, um, that Tommy had on the other week. 
So that came back. So I actually said, I, that was actually that year as well. I brought that show. I'd been on holiday to see my mate in Spain for some bizarre reason. He had this Pakistan cricket shirt. So I brought that shirt back and, and like we had, we had not quite the loser of the day, but whoever had been bad that day got awarded the shirt, had to wear it to the game next week. Something else John didn't mention, that shirt never got washed. So by kind of week eight, week nine, um, you know, that shirt wasn't smelling great. Um, so when Tommy Kenton finally put it to rest, it probably wasn't a bad idea. Did everyone a favour? That's it. I don't know if you saw the photo of him with it ripped halfway down. I did. I remember that night in talk. I remember that yes. night very well on the dance floor. Yeah, that was that was a yeah, that was a good one. But it was that type of stuff that, that you know, it was it was brilliant times at the club and I, I, I guess it's, it's, it's been sad watching it a little bit this year, obviously from 10 and a half hours and miles away. And I know COVID's obviously didn't help, but it's, um, it's been a bit sad in a way seeing the club almost kind of take a couple of steps backwards. Um, but sometimes you've got to, haven't you, to rebuild you know, it yeah, and grow so it. We're getting we'll there. Get the Stevie Hunt's captain the ones. We'll get there this year. We'll have to see what sort of season we have really at the moment. That's the, that's the main issue. But so small steps, but... It'll, it'll get back to where it was just in time, I think. So that's all good. Yeah, just on your 2013. So after those two games, you had four more which were quite uneventful and you then were promoted. Didn't quite win the league. Lost on the last day, I believe, at Lee. Yeah, we, we balls that up a little bit because we'd, we'd actually... I think we knew going into that last game, of the season, I think we needed a point. To, to um to guarantee going up, um and we we went into it. It was probably poor on my behalf. We went into it. We fielded first. We got three wickets. We got the point. We knew we was up. Um and not so we didn't take it seriously, but we probably we'd almost probably celebrated the the whole the whole goal. But start of the year was to try and go up. Cause yeah. I think we'd come down from Div One the year before, hadn't yeah. we? Um, I think that was when we had Evie playing and a couple of others. That's so the whole goal was to go out and I think we did it. Whereas I think looking back on it now in hindsight, to win that league would have been would have been really good for the club. Um, but yeah, that last I remember that last game at Lee. I don't really remember I don't remember too much about those last couple of games. Um I just remember as a season it was it, it was great when it was Joe's first year and then Joe took the reins the year after. Um yeah, I think Stu, what did Stewie say? Captain Ron Seal. We got we got the job done. We did what we wanted to do. Oh, um, it. But it was it was good fun. So that year it was the the ones went up, the twos got I think the twos might have won their league and the threes got promoted. They did. So that was Yeah, because Tommy Kent and Skipper the Twos, didn't they? Tommy yeah. Kent and Skipper the Twos that year. That's did you skip the threes? I did, yeah. Yeah, yes, so that's it. Yeah. Big year for the club. Big year for the club. Yeah, I, think that, big I think that night when you got back from Lee was quite a big night from what I remember. Limited memory of it. Yeah, I've, I think we, um, I think that was the first year we did some, I think we did some really good finds. Um, and I think we had about eight, nine hundred quid, I think, that we stuck behind a bar. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was, it was a good year. Yeah, it really was a good year. Do you know what? And I've, I was talking to, I've been playing cricket out here in, in, in Australia and I worked it out, it's my 28th or 29th year this season of playing cricket. Um, and uh, and that year, yeah, big fond memories. And I think, to be fair as well, you know, the 10 years that I played at Southend, it, brilliant. It was such a good... We had all that group of boys that were all at, not quite the same age, but all at a similarist type of age. And I think predominantly no one really had... No one was married. No one had kids. Um, everybody pretty much had free reign. And it was, yeah, it was probably... 
it was as good off the field as it was on the field. And it was good on the field. It, it, was, it was successful. But yeah, it was definitely some good times off the field. Did you, did you fancy captain the next year or were you quite happy to go back in the ranks, let Joe take over? Uh, do, no, do you know what? No, absolutely. Because the whole, the, like before, I mean, Spearsy was the one who managed to get Joe across. Yeah. And there was a whole, there was lots of sort of succession planning and kind of thoughts in place. So no, I was more than happy to do the one year. I think I was vice. I think I was vice skipper the year after for Joe's first year. Yeah. Um, so I did that, and that was the only thing I, I didn't. The only thing I didn't enjoy too much about captaincy was the. Um, I used to like getting stuck into the oppo. Um, I used to enjoy that, and I thought that was my job as as, as the keeper Pretty was fun. to to try and rattle a couple and see if you can like buy a couple of cheap wickets. And I think that. When you was the captain, yeah, you could you could get away with it a little bit, but you did almost have to think, right? I've got to be, you know, you've got set to a little example, and you need a uh, little, well, not the best example some <laughs> weeks, but yeah, you was meant to set some form of example, and I think that you should play it in the spirit of the game. So I think honestly, almost that vice captain or or just being a senior member of the right. side suited me quite well, I think, because then I could be a big as a sod as I wanted I was going to say another word there but as big as a sod as I wanted to be on the pitch um, yeah so no so I think that I loved it it was a great year and I'm delighted what happened in that year but I think no I think I was I was just as happy in the ranks with the boys really? to be easy at one who would be at two John would be at Gully or John was at two Homer at Gully and yeah no I think I was quite happy there great stuff well Dale thank you very much for your time it's been a pleasure chatting oh, some my, great memories there mate uh, hope all my goes pleasure well. boys in Oz. And we yeah, should... and I hope everyone's all right back home. I know it's not much fun, is it, at the moment? But um, yeah, I hope everyone has a nice Christmas, New Year, and um, yeah, I'll see you again. Thank you very much for your time, Dale. Thank you. Cheers.